The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Welcome to another edition of Free Kicks. I believe this is our 36th episode, uh, so uh, we are uh, well on our way to the uh, half uh, half century mark. Uh, I'm Rick. I'm sitting here in uh, Arlington, actually uh, Mount Prospect, Illinois, and, and Adam is in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Is that right? That is correct. So we are, I think we're about two miles away from each other, but we choose to do it remotely. <laughs> because yeah, that's... exactly. We, we don't, we really don't like each other. That's part of the reason. We don't like we to don't be in the to... same room. Exactly. Yeah. Don't hear any, each other's belly aching about something. And exactly. hey, let's just do it. Yeah, where, where, where? I've got people here. I've got things to do. Yes. All right. So let's start it off with our, our favorite league, the Premier League. Here we go. What's happening on the pitch? Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? Big game this weekend. It was Adam's TV tip. It was Liverpool versus Chelsea. Chelsea is Adam's favorite team. Liverpool is mine. Um, I didn't see. How did it turn out? Okay, let's uh, see here. I don't know. Looking this is going to be a quick. This could be a quick show because <laughs> I completely missed the game. Or should I say Chelsea missed the game? That's what pretty much what happened. I thought actually Chelsea played pretty well. They did okay. They I mean, okay. defensively they were they were solid. I I thought, but uh, you know, Liverpool is is a juggernaut, and at home especially, they're really hard to beat. Yeah, they, they just kept on going. They were pushing and pushing and pushing. And it was just a matter of time. You you hate to say this that, uh, until Chelsea kind of broke. And right. Unfortunately, when they did break, it was like a snapped in two. And <laughs> right. within two, in two minutes, uh, the game was over. So that was the frustrating part. Yeah, you know, uh, I still, and I talk about this with you a lot, but. The, the I still my jaw still drops open when I watch those front guys on uh, Liverpool when they get the ball and they go because they are so quick and so they're so fast that I don't know how anybody covers them. Yeah, they're really really quick. You're absolutely right. I mean, Salah is just phenom- phenomenal in terms of his speed. When he gets going, it's just like man, it slows him down. It's really tough to slow him down. Boy, too bad he um, it was, was interesting. Too, too bad he was never on Chelsea, huh? Oh, they I was had just him. Didn't say they? that. Just, <laughs> yeah, we had we had all the best players. Yeah, I mean that's the funny thing. Um, I saw an interview with Ashley Cole, the former Chelsea player, and he was there when Salah was at Chelsea. He's like, yeah, he was okay. You know, yeah. I didn't think he was going to amount to much. <laughs> My goodness, look at how look at how he's developed. I mean, now he's consistently. You know, you could probably say he's one of the probably top ten players in the world. And he is still young. Yeah. I think yeah. he's like 25 years old or something like that. He looks like he's 50, but you know, <laughs> something about that hair, I don't know. But uh, yeah, he's still a young guy. So anyway, and that goal he scored. For those of you who have not seen it, I urge you to go online and look it up. It was a, just a work of art. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was the classic goal. I mean, from a defensive standpoint, it was everything Chelsea didn't want to do. They got him to go inside. But the thing was, he hit this left-footed shot as hard as you possibly could. I mean, 
I think the goalkeeper saw it when it was in the net. I right. Mean, that's really how quick it went. And, uh, and it wasn't shot. from close range either. No, it was, it was a good 25 yards out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great strike. I mean, uh, definitely one of the goals of the season. And the thing about him is, you know, his game is speed. Speed is his game. But when he also adds that shot from the outside, look out. Well, then how do you cover him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's very difficult to defend because he's got so many he's got so many different dimensions to his game. I mean, he can cut inside, he can beat you on the outside. He's just very hard to defend against. And he's uh, a great passer. He draws uh, defenders to him and then, you know, does a little flick underneath to uh, one of the other guys up front. I mean, really is an amazing player. Yeah, no, he he really is. And and I think with those two other plays, with Firmino and Sane as well, you know, it's um, you know they they're just a very very good group in terms of what they're doing. Mane, sorry, very good group in terms of the players that they have up front. Up and front. yet, they still may not win the league because even though they've only lost one game all season, Man City just keeps on winning. And they did yeah. it again this past weekend. Uh, uh, they're still, I think, they are still two points back, but they have a game in hand, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. They do yeah. have that game in hand, um, and then they play this Saturday as well. Um, not, they got the midweek games going on as well this week with all the Champions League games. Right. But, uh, so it's a little disjointed in terms of who's got games ahead and behind, and and sometimes that gets a little confusing. But they do have those. Uh, that game in hand, and if they keep on winning it, they will win the title. doesn't matter what Liverpool do. That's right. That's right. Uh, but the thing that uh, now that Chelsea uh, has lost that game, I was just looking at the table this morning. Now they are actually on the outside looking in on the top four um, and have an, have played an extra game. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very interesting. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I was – I was listening or talking to somebody about this, but there's a very good chance that five teams could actually go into the Champions League next year. Um, because what could happen is, let's say Liverpool and then let's say Arsenal or I hopefully Chelsea win the Europa League, there could be a situation where Man City, Tottenham and Arsenal could all go in. So depending on how it works out, we could get five teams into the oh, that's uh, right. into the Champions League next year because the winner of the Europa League, which Arsenal and Chelsea are still in, they could still qualify. But it's a two-horse race right now, Liverpool, yeah. Man City, and then you've got four teams fighting for two spots, potentially three. And how many teams are left in the Europa uh, Cup now? So they're in the quarterfinals. Um, both teams have a, a lead going into this week. So you've got Chelsea with a 1-0 lead. They won on the road. And then uh, Arsenal won 2 nothing as well. So both of those teams have leads. So they'll be in the semifinals. They're in separate brackets. Um, so they could potentially play in the final. So that, <laughs> that could be, be, an, <laughs> that'd be an interesting game, yeah. Uh, so one of them could get into the Champions League if they win it, but one of them could still get into the Champions League and if they lose. It's crazy. And it's possible that the two of them will, will not make the top four. They could be fifth and sixth place in the Premier League and, and need to win that game to make it in the Champions League. Exactly. It could be a playoff. It's just so many great things that could potentially happen. So it's almost like a Champions League playoff game, really, is what it is, who can get into it. And, I love it. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's really good. So the thing about Arsenal, uh, 
I watched their game again. They played against Watford uh, yep. yesterday. Uh, we're taping this on Tuesday, so that was on Monday. Yeah, and, and I'm just not impressed with that team, uh, no. especially on the road. They look terrible. Now they won one to nothing, uh, but they scored a goal because Obama Young stole the ball from the goalie and just tapped right. it in. That was a pathetic goal to give up. <laughs> pathetic. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely a goalkeeping mistake in that respect. I mean, give the give the Ford credit. I mean, he yeah. chased it down, and that's you know it's what you need to do. But from a goalkeeping standpoint, it was not the best play by any means. And, uh, you know, very opportunistic in that respect. He got in there and was able to slide it in. But you're absolutely right. I mean, Arsenal looked very sluggish, very average. And this was against 10 men. Yeah, right. The captain and that the captain of Watford is the one who went out uh, with a red card. And so and he's their top goal scorer. You, You take him out of the mix. And you still right. look bad. Yeah, exactly. 11 minutes in, too. So that yeah. was the thing. I mean, it was early in the game, although they were still already up uh, a goal at that point. Right. But, you know, they still had, uh, you know, a lot of time. And to be outplayed by 10 men doesn't yeah. bode well, especially on the road. So maybe they were looking ahead to the uh, Europa League a little bit. I don't know. But they're still, they're still fighting for position here. So they, they're trying to get into that top four. Yeah, that's true. So uh, the other thing that I was, the other game that I was watching was the, the relegation battle. Um, there were a couple yeah. of games, uh, you know, and it looks like that race is pretty much over. Burnley had a big win uh, against Cardiff. Uh, Southampton uh, won a game, and both of them now have, I think, thirty six points or something like that. So they're both. Yeah. I can't really imagine a situation in which uh, Cardiff goes on a tear and gets right. to one of those two teams. Can you? Well, no. I mean, it's going to be tough for them. Although tomorrow, this is Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be the biggest game of Cardiff season. They right. play Brighton and Hove Albion tomorrow. Right. So that's going to be a massive game. It's got to be. It's. They talk about six pointers. This is a 12-pointer in the fact that if they can get that win, that will take them two points behind. They're still a game down, so right. Brighton and Hove Albion still have a game in hand of them. And the, they have a terrible goal differential as well. Right. But, um, you know, this is their chance. If Cardiff loses tomorrow to Brighton, they're done. It's and, over. and Brighton has looked bad. Yes. Yes, no question. I mean, this weekend, shocking, awful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, against Bournemouth, I mean, to lose, uh, I think it was five nothing to so. lose, yeah. to lose by that many goals against a Bournemouth team that again was it's been declining a fair bit as well since their great start at the beginning. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, so Brighton and Hove Albion is definitely on a slide. So this could be a good timing for Cardiff. I'm going to predict a, a Cardiff win actually because they've been a bit unlucky. Yeah. And that might make for an interesting few games to to finish the season. It would make it more interesting because I I can't remember the last time there was a relegation battle like this that wasn't a battle. You know what I mean? It yeah. was it, always it's one of the more interesting things to watch is the teams that are at the bottom, you know, struggling to stay alive. And this year it hasn't been that interesting. No, you're right. But I tell you what, though, when you look at the scores from this past weekend. Nobody could have predicted some of those scores. Right. I mean, right. I do this on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. 
There's no way Fulham we winning against Everton. I know. How, how, how does that happen? Know. You know, I mean, nobody predicted that one. And like yeah. I said, the five nothing Bournemouth win, and uh, yeah, and Southampton beating Wolverhampton Wanderers. I you know. know. They just, so I mean, I'm, I like to think of myself as a little bit of an expert. I, I literally got every game wrong this weekend. <laughs> this it was is just... why you don't gamble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People exactly. that gamble on sporting events lose all yeah. the time. I, I'm, I'm better at uh, NCAA basketball, which I know nothing about, than I do about the Premier League. So who knows? Oh, that's funny. All right. So <laughs> it's time for you to explain a foreign tradition. Let's go to that. And now, explain that foreign tradition, please. So I've got a couple of phrases that I heard watching uh, the Premier League uh, games that I like to always highlight the announcers as a yeah. uh, announcer myself. I just I appreciate the work that these guys do. But before we do that, there's one thing I wanted you to explain to me because I, I know that I've asked this in the past and I keep forgetting the answer. <laughs> but I know that the teams that are moving up Right, the, the there are two teams that are guaranteed to go up. Right, uh, the first place and the second place team. Cor- correct. Uh, from the championship, right? Mm, yep. But we have then. Are there two teams that fight for the last spot, or are there three? It's actually four. Four. Okay. Yeah. So it's a four-team playoff. So what ends up happening? The third through sixth will play in a playoff. And they're going to play against each other uh, in basically a two-legged game. And then they'll play in what they call arguably the the richest game in the world. Right. And that's typically at Wembley right around Memorial Day weekend. And they'll play to see if they can get into the, uh, into the premiership. So right now, you're looking at Sheffield United, West Brom, Aston Villa, and Bristol City. There's your, your next four that are right. fighting to get in. Um, and then if, you know, the three plays six, four plays five, and then they go from there. And West Brom just went down last year, right? That's right. West Brom just went down. They lost a lot of key players, but right. they've done really well. Um, you know, Sheffield United is still pushing for maybe that second spot, but it's Leeds and, and Norwich is looking really good. They've got 86 points, uh, and Leeds is right behind them. But Sheffield United is there. And then there's a little bit of a gap. Between right. four, five, and six, it's a tough one because I always have a hard time with the playoffs. Because let's say you're third and you just miss out the I top know. two, yeah. and then you're so far ahead of everybody else. Sometimes you end up losing that first playoff game, and and you're out. And a lot of times, those teams that do win the playoffs and and make it up to the Premier League really don't have the horses. You know, right. like yeah. especially if they're like sixth place and they they get up to the. Uh, to the Premier League, and you're suddenly playing Man City, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And you could probably say the same thing about, you know, Cardiff this year will probably was a little bit ill-prepared. To be fair, they've done it. They've given themselves a good, you know, good run in terms of they've done better than I thought they were going to do. Right. You know, in a Huddersfield that had been in for a couple of years, they've just been absolutely horrendous. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it's a tough one because you want to make sure you're prepared. And sometimes, again, it depends on the owners and giving them some money to spend over the over the year. You know, a team like Norwich, who've had a really good season, done very well. They're going to need players. They're going right. to need new players for next year. Otherwise, it's going to probably be a struggle for them. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here are the here are the uh, phrases that I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. These are, these are some of my favorite. Yeah. Um, there was a game, and I think it was the Cardiff game, 
somebody got hurt, and uh, the announcer said, oh, that's going to be difficult because he is the talisman of the team. Yes, the talisman. I'm not quite sure what that means exactly, but I love the sound of it. <laughs> well, the talisman is the, is the go-to player, the main guy, typically the striker, the guy that scores all the goals. So when you're a talisman, you're the man. Okay. I haven't looked at the definition. We'll have to look at it. It, it sounds kind of Robin Hoodish, yeah. you know, kind of that <laughs> type of era. You know, he's the he's the talisman, Robin Hood, the talisman, something along those okay, lines. Okay, here but, I got. It. I just looked it up on a dictionary here. A person regarded as representing and inspiring a particular yeah. group. There you go. All right, the so. go-to, go-to person. He's exactly. the man. He's the man. All right. Then the other one was. Uh, Arlo, my favorite announcer, he was doing the the uh, Chelsea-Liverpool game. And when Salah scored, he said, uh, Mo Salah has sent Anfield into rapture. Yes. Great. And that just describes it beautifully. Yeah, That's, sheer joy. Sheer yes, joy. Yes. Absolutely. Now, that's great. All right, so it's time for a quiz. Now, I, I, we've done quizzes about all the teams, and we've done quizzes about most of the teams that have a potential of moving up. But this time, I want to do a, a quiz about the Premier League fantastic finishes. Uh, now I'm talking about finishes of for uh, you know where they ended up in the standings, not finishing right. like goals. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right, because those are finishes too. Um, uh, so here, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna go back to 1994-95. Okay. Blackburn Rovers, Manchester United, two points apart, heading into the final game of the season. All Blackburn had to do was win the final game to clinch the title, but they lost. They lost to Liverpool, and at the same time, Man U was playing West Ham on the same day. All they had to do was win to win the title. What did they do? Three choices. They they, <laughs> uh, they won and clinched the title by a point. They lost and lost the title by two points. Or they tied and lost the title by one point. Do you remember that season? I do remember it. I'm trying to remember if they lost or tied. It's one of the two. I'm going to go with tied. That's right. They did. They tied one-to-one. Very good. All yeah. right. That's one. That's one for you. Okay. All right, we're going to go now to this 97-98 season. Again, okay. now we're talking Manchester United. They blew an 11-point lead at the beginning of March to lose the league in the final game of the season. Mm. Which team won their last 10 games that season to claim the title? Was it Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, or Manchester City? Yeah, this was this was a great season for them, and probably the start of co- a little bit of a run of how well they did. But it was Arsenal. Very good. All right, you're two for two. Yep. All right, now we're talking about the next season, the ninety-eight, ninety-nine season. Manchester United and Arsenal battling it out for the title again, and once again, it came down to one point for the for the for the title. This time, Man U won it. And the yep. final game of the season to clinch the title. Who did they beat that last game of the season? Was Oof. it Aston Villa, Chelsea, Leeds, or Tottenham? Wow, that's a tough one. 1999. Um, 
I'm going to go with, I know Leeds had a good year that year and they were in the top four. I'm going to go with Leeds. I'm sorry. Tottenham is the answer. Tottenham mm. is your answer. All right. So you're, you've got one incorrect. Okay. You still have to get one more right to do it. Uh, All right. In the, now this is more recent, and these, these last two involve Chelsea, so uh, you should know these. I right? hope so. In the 2007-2008 season, Chelsea was the runner-up to the yeah. same league in the, uh, the same team in the Premier League and in the Champions League, and that was Man U. And that was with uh, Wayne Rooney and Ronaldo on that team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fairly good offense. Chelsea lost the league title on the last day of the season by drawing against a team they should have beaten. What team was it? Was it Bolton, Wigan, Sheffield United, or West Ham? Wow. Wow. You've plucked them from somewhere here. This is... <laughs> I know they beat Bolton to win it. Who were the other three? Wigan. Is that how you pronounce it? Yep, Wigan, yep. Sheffield United or West Ham? I've got a funny feeling it is West Ham. No, it was Bolton. Oh! They drew against Bolton. They should have beaten him in the last game of the season. Wow. All right, so this is it for all the marbles. Wow. And this is uh, the most recent one, too. In the 2009-2010 season, Chelsea and Man U again were neck and neck going into the final game of the season. Chelsea was one point up going into their last game, had to win it to clinch the title. Who did they beat that day to win the Premier League title? All right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the same four choices. Bolton, Wigan, Sheffield United, or West Ham? Well, I'm thinking it was when they beat Bolton to win it. So I'm going to go with Bolton. No, I'm sorry. It was Wigan. <gasps> I got oh! Yes. I got him. I got him oh. on two Chelsea questions. Oh, my goodness. That oh my goodness. I am such a happy person. <laughs> oh, see, this is why we don't do it in the same room. Because oh. I would be taunting you the rest of the day today for that. Wow, that's fantastic. Shocking. I'm All right. So sorry. All right. Well, listen, uh, I guess we can do other stuff. Let's see. Uh, it's uh, not going to uh, match the excitement of that, but let's uh, <laughs> see what's happening here in America. In this country, we call it soccer partner. Okay. So I know you've been busy because you, you told me you have a hard time getting to see some of these games. Yeah, yeah. Which means that good things are happening in the office. Lots of stuff going on. So what's happening uh, over at the Illinois Youth Soccer Association these days? Yeah, very busy. Um, in the midst of some coaching education, doing some courses. We're also getting out to some of the local rec programs, doing some different things with them. We actually will be starting uh, today is uh, a couple of 4v4 courses. We're able to do some free courses for some of our rec groups. So anybody who has interest, feel free to contact me. Uh, we'll be happy to do that. Come out to your facility. So we're going to be in Rockford today and also here in our office in Arlington Heights. So we're running a couple of courses. Uh, excited to be doing that. And, uh, and then next week, we're going to actually be offering a C license. So we've got 24 candidates running through the C license next week in Rockford. So we're going to be busy doing that. And then that falls straight into our Illinois uh, Festival uh, that's going to be happening the weekend again in Rockford, that 27th, 28th. And uh, that's really when all of our State Cup and Junior Cups 
begin. So the, the path to regionals and nationals will begin in a couple weekends. Great. Now, uh, let me ask you something about that rec league thing. You, you, the first thing yeah. you said. So any any club in the area that has a rec program can just we, call you guys and, and you'll yeah. come out to, to do a, a special thing for them? Definitely. We can definitely come in and work with them. We want to try and do it. We're in the midst of getting a bunch of uh, instructors certified. Uh, so we're trying to get them out there. We want them to be able to come out to clubs and work with them and uh, give them some information on the U.S. soccer philosophy, play, practice, play. So, yeah, we'll be happy to do that. We was lucky enough to get a grant through U.S. soccer to be able to do this. So we're excited about bringing that out to uh, members as well as potential new members. Okay, great. Well, I think I'll be passing that information along at my club, Greenway Soccer Club. All right, it is time for your – TV tip. Let's uh, let's play the jingle. Now time yep. for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. Okay, so it's crunch time. Uh, now we're we're probably not going to get this posted before tomorrow's game, which you already teased, which is the yeah. uh, the Brighton and Cardiff game. Um, yeah. But uh, what else? What else we got coming up? Well, I think you you've got what's great is you've got a couple of games here, and they're actually going to be playing each other in the space of a few days. One in the Champions League, and then they're going to play each other in the league. So, if you miss one, you're going to catch the other. It's this Saturday, Manchester City at home against Tottenham Hotspur. It's the early game, so set your alarm. Half past six in the morning. Got to like those 6.30 morning games. Yes. Uh, so they're playing each other. They're also going to be playing each other in the uh, Champions League this week. Now, Tottenham, is they've got all kinds of injuries. Deli Alley's out. Harry Kane could be out for the rest of the season. Oh, no. What happened to Harry yeah, Kane? Yeah. Yeah, he got injured against uh, Manchester City in the Champions League last week. Ah. And, uh, yeah, uh, uh, may have, he hurt some ankle ligaments. So he's out for a while. So that's a big, big, big loss. But uh, they've got Sun, who's uh, the Korean player who's been doing fantastic for him. So he's hopefully going to bring them back. And it's going to be an interesting game because Tottenham are up one nothing in that Champions League game. And then they play each other again in the league in the Premiership, So, which again could decide the title. So that's going to be a big one. And where are those games being played? Do you know? So, yeah. So we've got uh, Manchester City is hosting both of those games. So they play okay. the Champions League at home and they also will play Tottenham at home on Saturday. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing Tottenham's just going to stay up there the, yeah. <laughs> the, the whole week. They'll be in Manchester the whole week getting ready for to play in them twice. It's almost like a little mini series, but in two different competitions. Kind how, of cool. how far away is that? How far away is Manchester from? London? So, Manchester, yeah, it's probably about a five hour drive. Okay. Um, yeah, four and a half, five hours. I've done it a few times. It's like going to often. St. Louis from Chicago. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's a that's a, probably a good way of saying it. Yeah. So it's uh, that that to me is that for people in England that is like a heck of a drive. That's a right. long drive. Right. I mean, they're like they freak out. Oh, I'm gonna go that far. That's gonna take me days. You know, yeah. it's like well, you know, for for me now, right? Four and a five, four and a half, five <laughs> hours, nothing. You know, it's nothing in uh, at it's all. Not as but, far yeah. as Collinsville. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's great. Uh, if, if you'd like to know more about Adam and Rick, you can follow us on Twitter, FK with Adam and Rick, and Facebook, Free Cakes with Adam and Rick. You can check out our day jobs. I'm the publisher of Eckhart's Press and the co-host of the Minutia Men podcast with David Stern. And Adam is the technical director, director of coaching of the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. 
The executive producer of the podcast is Tony Lasano of Opi Productions. We're distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Lasano and Friends. I do this podcast. Really? Yeah, you should listen to it. Yeah. What's it called? Well, Lasano and Friends. Lasano and Friends or Lasano and Friends? No, it's Lasano. It's totally different. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. It'd be nice if Tony were actually here today for this uh, promo we're doing. No, I think a promo stands on its own better when the star of the show is not in it whatsoever. Wow. Are we friends with each other or just Tony? I'm friends on Facebook. Yeah, we're hey, friends hey, on hey, Facebook. Hey, Lasano and Friends, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. So is this really a promo? How long are we going? (laughs) Radiomisfits.com.